Welcome to Table Flippers Podcast, Ministry of Greater Worship Christian Church here in Lancaster, California. I am your host, Apostle Robert Enos. Here we will talk about doctrine and theology, politics, social and cultural issues, and how the church is to respond and face these issues. Get ready for a large dose of truth and get ready to have your tables flipped. As a friend just told me recently, Table Flippers is flipping awesome. Sitting here looking out the window of my studio at a gloomy Saturday afternoon. Gloomy, rainy. It's the type of weather that I personally really like. I like rain. I like the colder weather. It's a little cold outside, at least for Southern California. And we're finally getting the rain that we so desperately needed all this time. Uh, It seems like once the dry weather hits, and for where, where I'm at, I'm in the upper desert. Dry weather's almost all year round. Suddenly, the politicians start screaming, we're in a drought, we're told to conserve water, and our water rates usually go up. And now here we are, we've had an abundance of rain in Southern California, an abundance of snow in our local mountains, so I'm just curious what they're going to say the moment it all dries up and it gets a little warm. But that's not really what I want to talk about. This is your host, Robert Enos, host of Table Flippers podcast and ministry of Greater Works Christian Church here in Lancaster, California. And the reason I say it's a ministry because it really is a ministry. The word minister or ministry has the idea, the meaning of being a servant or serving. I'm doing my best to serve all of you in uh, truth and more than just truth, uh, news. I'm not, I don't consider myself a news media guy at all, but just talking about relevant subjects, relevant to us, especially in the church world, but also in our nation, in our communities. And to maybe help, if I could do anything, steer people towards truth and finding out even more truth, and then getting involved with the establishing of that truth in every aspect, every walk of life that, you know, pertains to us. Dr. Lance Wall now does a great teaching on his, what he calls the seven mountain mandate. And he talks about how good people, good people, especially Christians, spirit-filled, born-again, blood-bought Christians need to rise up and get radically involved in the uh, mountain, if you will. And the reason it's called mountain because mountain in the Bible often speaks of a kingdom that helps to shape culture and society. So we need to get involved in the mountain of government, politics and government. We need to get involved in the mountain of finance. We need to get involved in the mountain of education. We need to get involved in the mountain of family. We need to get involved in the mountain of arts and entertainment. We need to get involved and I'm seeing this now more than ever, but get involved in the mountain of the media. And we, of course, need to get involved, radically involved in the mountain of religion. And many Christians think, well, I go to church, I'm a Christian. Of course, I'm involved in that mountain. Well, there's a difference between coming and sitting in a pew only on Sundays and then radically getting involved in making that... uh, the church world, the church, uh, more acceptable and inviting people in and telling people about Christ, living your religion, if you will, your relationship with God out loud so that others can see, hear, and follow you. I believe it's time, or has been time for a long time, for all of us to get involved in these seven mountains in one level or another. Some of you are going to be called to politics. Please go take that mountain. Don't just get involved in it. Take it. Some of you are going to be involved in education. Take that mountain. Rise to the top. Same thing with business. And we can go through the gambit. What I really love and appreciate is many of our sports and athletes, sports stars and athletes, when they do something profound and or they're interviewed, 
Many of them now are standing up and giving praise to God, even being ridiculed for it, but they don't care. They're going to do it. And I really, truly appreciate that. So if they can do that in the sports world, how much more should we do it in every other mountain culture shaper, every place we should do that? Even though that's not what I want to talk about today, but we need to get involved. But it does. Uh, this is the reason why I'm doing this. I want to step out just from the church mountain, <clears throat> the mountain of religion, and start making, uh, letting my voice be heard for those who are in other mountains. One, encourage. Two, let them know that the, the, the really, the ones that are really doing something in the name of Jesus, say in the mountain of education or business, it doesn't matter. I want them to know that I'm behind them and that uh, they have my prayers, they have my support. Also, I want them to know from the church mountain what is righteous, what isn't righteous, what is good, what is bad, what is sin, what is righteousness, so that when they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, they could be doing it from the perspective, well, God's perspective, I should say, a perspective of righteousness. So that's why I'm here to help shape this. I want to talk a little bit today about the COVID shot. I don't call it a vaccine and I remember not to I do my best to remember not to call it a vaccine because it's not a vaccine at least in the traditional sense. It's a an experimental shot that uh, was supposed to help uh, take away COVID-19 the way other vaccines or what people claim, you know, this vaccine eradicated this disease, that disease, this other disease, you know, and maybe they did, maybe they didn't. But what we have with the COVID shot is something completely different than your traditional vaccines. It didn't really help. As a matter of fact, right now, right now, they've crossed that threshold where people that have been vaccinated are dying of COVID, dying faster and dying more of COVID than the people who never took the shot. And not only that, but the shot itself, the COVID shot is killing people. And most of them are dying of um, heart attacks, heart problems, and many of them very, very young. As a matter of fact, right here on my, what is this, my tablet, I'm looking at, not watching it, but looking at a film that was put together called Anecdotals. That's the name of it, Anecdotals. You might be able to find, well, it's, it looks like it's on YouTube, so you could probably watch it on YouTube. Anecdotals, A-N-E-C-D-O-T-A-L-S. The only reason I spelled it out is because until I saw this right in front of me, I'm not sure I would have been able to spell Anecdotals. But please look it up and watch it. Uh, it's, it's lengthy, it's over an hour, but it's about the lives of the people who have suffered significant adverse reactions to the COVID-19 shots. Let me let me explain something uh, to you. And this I heard from, I was watching an interview with the gentleman that actually developed the mRNA um, shot and technology that goes into the COVID-19 shot. And he, this is the guy that actually developed this. He's saying this should never have been given to people. People should not be taking this. It's un tested. Okay. Even though he came up with the technology, it's not perfected. As a matter of fact, in their early tests on animals and such, they were dying. And so he's warning people. This is the guy that created this. Is warning people and saying, please do not take this shot. So the very one that created this technology is now trying, they're trying to shut him up and quiet him. And it was interesting because what he described what he described that this was being developed for primarily was its mRNA technology. And basically, from what I understand, what I gleaned from this interview is 
This is a technology where they're trying to develop it. And what it does is it goes in the body and it begins to manipulate the genes or the DNA of, of the person. And if they can perfect this, they can literally introduce anything into that person, anything. They can completely change their genes, change their DNA, change, you know. So let's assume you have people that um, are struggling with their weight and they just said, listen, I, I just wanna lose weight. Oh, okay. If they can perfect this drug, they can put things in that, that when given and administered, it'll go and attach it to their, you know, their DNA, their genes. I'm not a biologist or a scientist. I'm just telling you what he was trying, I'm trying to put into words what he was describing. So basically what it goes in, it alters things in the body so that, you know, in the case of a person struggling with weight, they would lose weight and maintain it and keep it off. You know, people that may um, have some type of psychological disorder again they can give them the shot with these certain things in it that'll go in there attach itself and rearrange what's in that person's body now this sounds really good it sounds it sounds good but what's scary about it is these guys are playing god they're playing god and anytime you have human beings playing god trying to take god's place it always always fails you know what this reminds me of is when in during Nazi Germany, when they were rounding up the, the Jewish people and taking them to uh, camps, there were these certain, you know, kind of mad scientist guys, these crazy, wicked, evil scientists. They were doing all kinds of experiments on the Jewish people. Well, because, well, one, they could. They wanted to do these types of experiments, but it was immoral. It wasn't ethical or moral to do that on mankind. So what do you do? You first have to convince yourself that this whole group of people are not human. And then once you can do that, you can then go and do your experiments on them because, hey, you're not breaking any moral laws. You're not doing anything unethical or immoral because they're not even human. Well, ladies and gentlemen, what do you think all these drug companies just did with you and I? What do you think our own government did with you and I? They deemed us not even human, deserving of, of uh, treatment, better treatment, ethical treatment, moral treatment. They treated us like lab rats because this, this technology, this shot was never approved. It was never safe. This was one giant experiment and you and I were the guinea pigs. <clears throat> now, when I say you and I, not me because I never got the jab. And I don't plan on it. Oh, and by the way, somebody mentioned this just the other day and kind of in passing when we were having a discussion. <laughs> he said, I hope you guys don't take the flu shot. And I said, no, I don't take the flu shot. I don't believe in it. And I don't really believe in any vaccines. Now, before anybody jumps down my throat, wait, 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 listen. I'm vaccinated as far as childhood vaccines go. I had no choice in it. I didn't know. Four years old, five years old, six years old, whatever. And I'm getting all these shots and I'm just told I have to. Now that I'm older and I'm learning these things and I'm watching what it does and how it destroys people's lives, even these so-called safe vaccines that have been around a long time, they destroy a lot of people's lives. And people are still giving them to their kids. And I wonder, oh, well, they can't go to school if they, if they don't get it. Well, then take your kids out of that school and homeschool them. Come on, mom. Come on, dad. Be a parent. Be a parent. And the number one job of a parent is to protect your children from this kind of wickedness. Anyway, back to this. So here's this video of 
called Anecdotals, and it's it's a video over an hour interviewing and letting people tell their stories of all the problems they have had because of the COVID-19 shot over an hour. And the little caption here, what it says, it says people have been harmed by the COVID-19 shots, have suffered a range of medical issues, everything from death and permanent disability to, to pericarditis, nerve damage, and overwhelming fatigue. While their symptoms vary, they share several common themes. Now, before I read this any further, let me tell you, this is um, Anecdotal's documentary, an analysis by Dr. Joseph Mercola, Dr. Joseph Mercola. Fact check this, and it's an analysis, and it was put out January 14, 2023. Oh, that was today. It was put out today, January 14, 2023. So if you want to read this yourself, go to mercola.com, and you can find this, I'm sure. So again, while their symptoms vary, they share several common themes, talking about the people who took the shot and had problems. Abandonment. Those injured by COVID-19 jabs have been largely abandoned by the mainstream medical community and government. And this I know, I've seen this. This I know, I've witnessed this in people's lives. That the moment they start complaining, wait a minute, you know, I took the jab and now I'm, I'm having tingling in my arms and in my legs my hands even now it's in my face oh you're just this you're just that you're just you know uh you're just making this up you're a troublemaker they pass it off it's not because of this even without checking them out you know so they're perfectly healthy they get this jab and now they're starting to have problems and even without they won't even look at them often and they just write it off oh it's just all in your head or oh it's something else or oh you know it just blows my mind so they they experience abandonment they experience shame Those who spoke out about their injuries have been shamed, ridiculed, and labeled unethical. Their medical issues have been politicized while society provides no empathy. Now that one, I won't 100% agree with. Don't get me wrong. They have experienced shame. They've experienced shame by many in the medical field, uh, our news media, our government, and just people who are all for the jab, haven't experienced any problems. They point the finger and mock those who are like as if they're liars deceitful whatever but where it says um that society provides no empathy i'm giving them tons of empathy because i know many people took that shot being lied to being told by their doctors by their healthcare professionals by their even their bosses and you heard people on our own government president biden fauci and government officials telling us It was perfectly safe. So many people ran out to get it thinking that they're doing a good thing because it was perfectly safe. My president, my president stands on national television, international television, and tells me that this is safe, perfectly safe. So I get it. And now I'm experiencing all kinds of problems. So many people got it because they were told it's completely healthy or they had to to keep their job or to play on the sports team or to enter into the marketplace. And now many of them are dropping dead, literally dropping dead and experiencing all kinds of adverse effects that they were told would not happen. There's also hopelessness with no programs in place to help these injured by COVID-19 shots. And many doctors afraid to even acknowledge the shot's connection to patients' symptoms. Many of those harmed feel lost and don't know where to turn for help. And that's been going on, ladies and gentlemen. That's been going on now for, well, at least a couple of years. You, you just, you can Google this. You can check this out. You can find this. People are starting to put together little montages of, say, uh, um, people in the media 
news reporters literally on the set or out in the streets, whatever, doing a news report and just eyes roll back in their head and they just fall over dead and what's the what's the common link this shot many people um are athletes especially soccer just keeling over dead on the field just recently we had that young man that had that heart attack on the football field and shortly after that there was a, a teenager teenager who keeled over thank god i think he's still alive and they're checking him out but nonetheless had a major heart issue on the basketball court. This is happening in soccer. This is happening in basketball. This is happening in football. And these these young men in the prime of their life, in great shape, are keeling over. Many of them dead, unfortunately. You know, and it's funny when these um, drug companies such as Pfizer, this is so interesting. On one hand, they're saying it's safe, it's safe, it's safe. Their cronies and the people that work for them, such as Fauci and uh, Biden and people like that are saying it's safe, it's safe, it's safe, it's safe. But they tried to get a judge to um, to um, agree that they could hide the results. And you can look this up, ladies and gentlemen. Please do your homework. Hide the results of, this, uh, of their COVID-19 shots hide the results what's in it and all that for up to like i think it was like 75 years and they all they did this successfully in israel the israeli government with these drug company heads got together and came up with a plan to shelve the results what's in it who's got it what's going on what's taking place the results of it the problems with it the deaths because of it, archive them for 75 years. In other words, nobody can see it for 75 years. Well, in 75 years, everybody that's been a part of it on any on any level is not going to be here anymore. So how are they going to, you know, um, prosecute these murderers when they're no longer here? And why would a company that claims, I just want to help people, we're saving lives, then why are you hiding the results for 75 years? years ladies and gentlemen something's fishy i smell a rat something is not right people dropping over dead they want to hide the results for 75 years and yet they're still pushing it and they're pushing it on our children now this gets me to something else (coughs) another um article that i read along with and it had just a very 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 short video clip of this article was a little bit longer there was a group of doctors and most of these doctors have been vocal against this and most of those same doctors who have been vocal have been ostracized by the rest of the medical community the government and uh, so on because they were warning people standing up against this and saying don't do it this is wrong and they were pushed aside. You realize that some of the doctors that are having problems with this and and voicing their opinions, like, I don't think this is a good thing, ladies and gentlemen, don't take the shot. Do not take this shot. Some of them are losing their license. Some of them are being threatened by our own government and losing their license to practice medicine. Isn't it interesting that a doctor, a trained medical doctor finds something medically wrong with a supposed medicine warns people and then instead of the government coming in and medical boards coming in scientists coming in and checking out what he or she is claiming they immediately try to shut him up take his license take his practice and threaten him with jail with fines 
with all these other things. Isn't that interesting? That in the land where we have freedom of speech and that freedom of speech, if for nothing else is to save lives, and they're trying to shut these doctors up. Interesting. So anyways, there's this board, this group of doctors who, who have um, been against this and warning people. They come together with their own findings and things. That, and when I say doctors, I'm not just talking some um, doctor that just has a local practice in a small town somewhere. I'm talking about virologists, immunologists, uh, lab technicians, um, doctors on that level, and medical doctors, people across the board that have studied this, that have seen this, looked at all the data, and this is what... The consensus was they said that this so-called shot vaccine, whatever you want to call it, jab, as many people have been calling it, is going to kill. They said in about five years, they said on the low estimations, some in that group says we believe upwards of 70 percent of all the people that took this shot are not going to be alive in five years. Okay, now this group said this approximately a year ago is when I saw this, read this, and everything. So let's assume that it was five years from 2000. I'll, I'll even go 2021. So by the time 2026 shows get, rolls around, approximately 70%, and this is the smallest number that they came up with, 70% of all the people that took the shot are no longer going to be here as a direct result of that shot. A few in that group said, no, they don't agree it's going to be 70%. They believe it's 100%. That there's going to be, there's the short-term heart attacks, blood clots, stroke. And we've seen all of those on the increase. As a matter of fact, I know several people that got the shot and then not immediately, but within two weeks, otherwise healthy people, major stroke. One of the people that I know, he did pass away. He had a stroke because of a blood clot. They went in, they repaired the damage and they said, hey, you should be okay. You'll make a recovery. The next day, he had another major stroke because of another blood clot. And they told him, they told the family, listen, we're going to do our best, stabilize him, keep him alive because he's too weak to go under that kind of surgery again. It will most certainly kill him. But once he is stable, once he's strong enough, we'll go in and we'll repair that. He should be okay. He passed away that night. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you the truth. I personally, I personally know more people that have died as a result of the shot due to strokes and blood clots than I did of this so-called disease COVID-19. Anyways, so this group of doctors, they all agree that it's going to kill a lot of people, this shot. Um, anywhere from 70 to 100%, they claim. I pray to God that they're wrong. I really do. And I know, it's, it's. I try to talk about this with people. I try to talk about this with people. I try to educate people. I try to get them to at least educate themselves. And I find that the people that are against it, generally speaking, have done a little bit of research. They're against it because they're like, no way. Nuh-uh. I don't trust this. Uh, we have great discussions because they've actually studied this and looked at the numbers. And they didn't just look at the lies of somebody in government or even in the medical field. They read the numbers themselves as I have, come up with the same conclusion. This thing is not safe. I'll take my chances with COVID. The only people that argue with me, the only people that argue with, and they usually get mean and nasty and name call and start slandering and putting down is the people that have taken the shot. And at least up to this point are doing okay with it. But the people that have taken the shot, I mean, haven't taken the shot, you know, we sit back and I don't, I don't say this arrogantly or anything like that. I just mean like in that sense of like, whew, 
Yes, we're standing strong. We high-five each other and say, welcome to the Pure Blood Club. Because those who have taken this particular shot can't say that. They cannot say that. Because now their blood is tainted with this. And it's heart-wrenching. It's heartbreaking. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't say this with any kind of glee in my voice. There's actually times in my life that I want to be wrong. And this, honestly, is one of them. I want to be wrong. But let me tell you about my own, what I felt God tell me. I felt long before, even before I heard this panel of doctors discussing this stuff, I felt that in about five years, so this goes back to about 2021. Yeah, about 2021 maybe early 22, somewhere around in there. After they start rolling out this vaccine and people started having some adverse effects, I just went to God in prayer like, God, what's going on? And I felt, I'm not saying he spoke to me audibly, but I felt that the Lord's showing me that in about, about five years, so that would have been from about late 21 to early 22, five years, that a majority, I didn't get a percentage-wise, I didn't get a 70%, I didn't get a 100% or anything like that, just a majority of the people that took this COVID-19 shot, they would no longer be here. And it was heart-wrenching because people that I love and care for were getting the shot. Many of them were running to get this shot, thinking this is like... This will save me. If I get this shot, wow, I can get back to life. I can get back to the world. I won't ever have to worry about it. And after people started getting the shot, and then the people getting the shot started getting COVID. As a matter of fact, people that get the COVID shot initially are more contagious than those who never got the shot. They called it the, uh, you know, what the virus shedding or the load shed, whatever they called it, something shedding, COVID shedding. And they were more, um, they, they could give it away easier than anybody else. And then they started getting sick. But they said, well, at least I'm not getting sick. Then they started getting sick. Well, at least my sickness isn't going to last as long or be as bad as your sickness because you don't have it. Then they started dying. And it was like, well, 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 at least we're not dying at the rate of the unvaccinated. And now the numbers have changed. The unvaccinated are simply not dying nearly as much as those vaccinated. And the vaccine itself, this so-called vaccine, this experimental drug is killing people faster. And it's still being pushed. Pushed on our children, pushed in the schools, pushed on the job, pushed by our government. I mean, this wickedness has got to stop. This evil has got to stop. And what bothers me is many of the people that keep pushing this level of wickedness, some of them were running for office recently and got voted in. How is it that anybody voted for people that pushed a a so-called drug that was killing people with everything that we know. And that's the thing. Everything we now know, everything that we now see is blowing my mind. It really is blowing my mind. This is, this is, I just, I can't even fathom this, that we're living in this world right now and watching this. Ladies and gentlemen, we're at war with people who want to kill us. And unfortunately, many of them are, are in our own government and they walk among us. And it blows my mind that so many people are just giving into it. Please don't. Please do your homework. Please do your research. Watch this video. Find it and watch it. Anecdotals and other um, videos and other things like it. Please do this. Please do this for yourself, for your family. And if you've taken the shot, my prayers go out to you. But please, please, no more boosters. It seems like the more boosters people get, the faster they're dying. Please stop right there go find a good natural doctor a holistic doctor a good one especially one that serves god and ask them and 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 just press them is there anything i can do to flush my body of this stuff or 
or build it up so this stuff doesn't harm me as much as it otherwise would. Please do that for yourself, for your children. Please. I don't even know if there's any answers like that in the natural. I know I serve a God, supernatural God, that can cleanse the blood, purify us, and set us free. But I'm, I mean, please, please go to God, fall on your face, repent. Repent of this and seek God's face. Cry out to God and maybe he'll have mercy on you. Go to a doctor, find a good doctor. What can I do to get this garbage out of my blood, out of my body? Do something. Because ladies and gentlemen, it is heartbreaking. <coughs> and I mean heartbreaking to see these young people, especially keeling over dead from heart disease and heart attacks and blood clots. They never, it should never have been given to them. It should never be 18, 19, 20 years old, 30 years old, keeling over dead in the prime of their life, life barely starting for them. Why? Because our government, medical community, friends and family, well, quite frankly, lied to us, lied to them. Bosses, you can't come here. You can't come to school unless you get this. You can't do this. You can't do that. Wicked, evil perpetrated against young people and all of us. And they're, they're paying the ultimate sacrifice for other people's wickedness. I pray, I hope and I pray that you uh, stay away from this, keep your children away from it, and do whatever you can to rise above it in strength, in power, and in good health. Thank you for joining us at Table Flippers Podcast. I'd really love to hear from you. Please look us up on the web at www.gwcclancaster, one word, dot org. That's gwcclancaster.org. Or you can email me at gwccrobert at gmail.com. I'd really love to hear from you. Please let us know how we're doing. Keep all those comments coming. Until next time, you all have a great and a blessed day.